On this episode of the Answers on Aging podcast. The elderly are vulnerable to scams, but you know, it's not just the elderly and it's not just during the holidays, but it's very, very, it's a lot more likely to occur during the holidays to the elderly. So today, um, this episode will answer the question, how do I avoid scams during the holidays or really any day? Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal, and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging, and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real life, real-time issues, and will often feature special guests who bring expert-level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified elder law attorney Todd Watley and licensed nursing home administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30-plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging. That's right. This is the Answers on Aging podcast. And as always, my name is Todd Watley, and I am here with my host, Sarah Scott. Hey, Todd Watley, and hello, everyone. Welcome to our wonderful podcast, Answers on Aging. And we are so excited about the holidays being among us. Yeah, and have um, something to talk about that's relevant during the holidays, but it's also helpful absolutely. every day. Yeah, so we are filming this um, in December, and so we're, I guess we're in the holiday spirit, aren't we? Sure. Kind of, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been busy. So anyway, um, one thing that occurs all the time, and we, I get phone calls, we see it all the time, is stinking scams. Mm-hmm. I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. And it is particularly, you know, the the elderly, the aging population, which is what this whole podcast is about, I think is particularly susceptible to them because they are very trusting of people. They grew up in a different time, a different mindset when someone called you on the phone and they needed help. It was legit. They needed help and you just trusted people. Mm -hmm. And man, that is not the case nowadays. Well, it's not. And the other side to that is, you know, they're so vulnerable because they are more likely to be alone Mm -hmm. and more gullible, Mm -hmm. I think, because of that trusting thing. Technology baffles them. Yeah. And so, um, you know, there's that extra vulnerability piece and then throw in being lonely and maybe not having a strong support system wherever they're living and so you know there's just so many reasons that the elderly are vulnerable to scams but you know it's not just the elderly and it's not just during the holidays but it's very very it's a lot more likely to occur during the holidays to the elderly so today um this episode will answer the question how do i avoid scams during the holidays or really any day yeah And we're bringing um, some information, articles from AARP.org, and then also throwing in our two cents as well. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Our expertise. But yeah, Mm -hmm. AARP does a really good job of um, having these articles out there. And so um, one of these, it's have 
a happy, not a scammy holiday. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, they say that three in four men and women either had been targeted or victimized by at least one form of fraud. And I think the other the other person just is not aware that they were. <laughs> because yeah. I think everybody, I mean, if you spend any time answering the phone or on your, you know, answering emails or, you know, just living, basically, you, these people are going to call you. Now, yeah. falling for it is one thing, but, you know, um, hearing it, knowing it, you know, that's our goal today is to help you understand some very practical ways to see it mm-hmm. and then avoid it. Yeah, yeah. I actually just um, was meeting with a client earlier today, and she is 92. She lives alone, and she's practically blind and her daughter noticed that she had been you know mom had been answering the phone and talking to her about all these different people calling about an expired warranty or potential um you know money laundering and just all kinds of bogus topics um and so so that mom would know who is calling she got her a new phone system that announces the, either the name or the number of the caller, mm-hmm. so she knows whether or not yeah, I know yeah. this person. That's good. Um, so yeah, that's that's a little tip. Um, but yeah, the information that we're going to bring to you today will hopefully help narrow down the likelihood of you getting scammed or one of your loved ones being scammed. So, um, what other ways could our listeners avoid a scammy holiday season? Sure. Well, and holidays are a great time. It's the end of the year for tax season, but you know, during the holidays, a lot of charities ramp up their activities to say, Hey, let's get some gifts out to needy families, needy elderly kids, whoever. And, you know, it's not uncommon to get phone calls from charities. Well, some of those people calling may not actually represent the charity that yeah. they're that they say they do. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, if you know someone calls you from a charity, chances are they have a website mm-hmm. and you can donate directly on that website. Mm-hmm. And so if, if they come to your door, if they call, if you get an email from them, Mm -hmm. say, oh, yeah, thanks for reminding me of that. I'll go to the website and I will um, donate directly. And who knows what they're going to say They're, You know, if they are scammers or, oh, no, 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 no. You know, this is the quickest way. You know, who knows? But just know with the charity, they they should have a website uh-huh. or a 1-800 number. If you can find that, call them directly and donate directly to the charity, uh-huh. not through someone else. Yeah, if it is a charity that speaks to you that you want to help support, say thanks for the reminder, uh-huh. and I'll be in touch soon. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, one thing I, I think I have fallen for this, and I think a lot of people fall for this, is if you get a unsolicited email, from some FedEx, your cell phone company, you know, anybody, be very reluctant to click on that email to get where you need to go, okay? Meaning that they'll say, here, click this link to update your file or do whatever. There's two things you need to Understand. Number one, go back up to the top where it shows their name. Mm-hmm. And if you hover over that, it will drop down their 
email address. If their email address is not at the company that you're like mm-hmm. at Verizon or at AT&T or at Amazon.com, that's a fake email. Right. Okay. They, it's very difficult for them to get their email to look official, which says at the company. Mm-hmm. It'll be at Gmail or at Yahoo or at, you know, some you know string of letters. That's a scam email. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. do just delete that email. That is not correct. It's bad. And I think that's how I got suckered in one time. Yeah. You know, I get lots of shipments and I think someone said your shipment's been delayed. Click here to do whatever. And I stupidly clicked and went somewhere and boom, soon as you click, soon as you open that email, you create that connection and they are now in your computer and they can do all kinds of things. So that's one way. Number two, again, get out of that email, go directly to the website, go to Verizon, AT&T, wherever, Amazon, and look there, go under your account. And if something is wrong or there's an issue, it will show up under your account when you go directly to the website, not click through this email. Yes. Okay. Another one that I want to talk a little more in detail about in just a minute, but is protect packages from porch pirates. <laughs> That's the common term for people who just drive down the street and say, oh, look, there's an Amazon package. It's probably something good. I have no idea what it is. I think it's I'll like just Christmas. grab it. I think I'll just grab it. And yeah. It's got to be something decent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they steal packages off your porch. Mm-hmm. And they're known as porch pirates. And so do you want to go over that more later? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, Number one, get things off your porch, be careful, you know, know that that's going on, okay? Buying gift cards online. Mm-hmm. So many times that is a, it, sometimes it's a scam, okay? Right. Go to very reputable places. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would almost actually prefer that you walk into Lowe's or Walmart or Home Depot. They mm-hmm. all have big sections where they sell you know, all kinds of gift cards to yeah. every restaurant, every, you know, every shopping malls and movies and, and yeah. then just like Amazon gift cards. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you go in and you do it through a reputable um, retailer, you're good. Mm-hmm. But if you buy it online, you just don't know. I did notice um, statistics said, Uh, 25%, no, 21% of people bought a gift card with absolutely no value. So Mm. that is a ongoing scam that, hey, buy this gift card for your your loved ones. Mm -hmm. And if you buy it through that email, you know, good possibility that it's not um, valid. Right. Why don't you talk about number six? Number six, thanks. (laughs) Stay current by keeping your computer devices, operating systems, and antivirus protections up to date. <laughs> this is probably not my favorite tip. Uh, well, I mean, it's a good tip. It's but a great tip. I'm not very compliant with updates on right. my computer. I know they're frustrating. Uh-huh. You're busy. You sit down at your computer, and typically you're not just there to goof off. Or right. If you are goofing off, you want to goof off. Uh-huh. But how oh, these stupid updates and they, yeah. you know, they down, you know, it takes five minutes out of your day and it's like, it's so frustrating. And mm. so it's like, nope, later, later, later. Well, the reason those updates are there is because probably they have found a 
vulnerability in their software or someone has created a vulnerability in their software and they're fixing that for you. Okay. And so you can go in and update and you're now protected from scammers. What a... An amazing concept. So do your do your updates. I know mm-hmm. it's frustrating. Okay. Honestly, that's one reason I got away from a PC because it just seemed like it was all the time. Mm-hmm. Apple doesn't do it as much. They do do it, but it's you know the, it's just not as much. Seems like you know, and a scammer's bang for the buck is better with a PC because way more people use PCs than apples. Mm-hmm. And so PCs are more subject to viruses and things like that. But please don't take what I'm saying as saying that there are no Apple viruses. There are. Mm-hmm. And you have to do your updates and do it, do it, do it. Okay. I'll try to do better at that. <laughs> okay. The next one is to be wary of online ads. So especially when you're in your... Like if you have social media platforms and you see ads of, you know, if you've been researching patio furniture and then this pop-up ad comes on your Facebook feed of, you know, all these great prices and similar items that you've been looking for on furniture, on outdoor furniture, you can think, oh yeah, that's a good deal, but don't click on the ad within that social media platform. Mm -hmm. Just make a note of where the company is and mm-hmm. then go directly to their website. Yes. If it mentions ABC furniture company, get out of there, go to a new page and Google ABC furniture mm-hmm. company and go to ABC furniture company.com. Right. And you know that you're there. And number one, see if that same deal is still there mm-hmm. <laughs> because possibly it's not, it, it was just a complete scam. Existed. Yeah. But yeah, uh, be wary of online ads. You know, it's mm-hmm. convenient. Yeah. Let me just click here and just go and I'll admit you're not good on updates. I'm horrible about that. It's like, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I'll just click, click on it. And then I'm like, Oh shoot. Anyway, thankfully, I've not lost any money doing that, but I'm pretty, le- I mean, I don't buy a lot of stuff anyway, but mm-hmm. I am leery about it. Mm-hmm. No one, absolutely, absolutely never give your login credentials to anyone, period, but particularly on the phone or by email or whatever, because the companies, they encrypt that a person at the company cannot really get into your account if if they're truly from the company they can get into your account from the back end Mm -hmm. they don't need your front end sign-in credentials Mm -hmm. they can get in from the back so you should never ever give your credentials and my daughter failed for this just recently um it was a venmo thing Uh and the guy called and convinced her that um something had gone wrong with a transaction. Someone was trying to give her money or something. And he said, if, if you'll give me this four digit code, that'll show up on your computer or whatever. I can get that in there. And she, and as soon as she did it and she was like, Oh shoot. And sure enough, it was hundreds of dollars. Thankfully she, she called the bank. They reversed it. Everything was fine. But you know, she, you know, she's 28. She's like, I should know better. Yeah, so frustrating. So never give that four-digit code, never give your login credentials to the company because they can get in without your credentials. So keep that safe. And Mm -hmm. 
Sarah fusses at me because I've given her some of my sign-ins just because it's convenient in the office and different things. But and I trust her. I don't think she's a scammer. Oh, thank you. Not yet. (laughs) Okay, so you heard us talk about porch pirates earlier, and we found a really cool article also on from AARP to avoid porch pirates. Okay, so. We know a porch pirate is somebody who just kind of lurks around your neighborhood watching and waiting for delivery trucks to drop off packages, and then boom, they're there to pick that up, take it home, and and they have stolen the items that you're expecting to be on your porch when you get home. So the first simple step to avoid porch pirates is to retrieve a package as soon as it arrives. So for me, that's not always the easiest step to take because I'm not home, Mm -hmm. especially not a lot during the day. So um, if that's the case and you're not at home, then you can request that the sender requires a signature on delivery. That's cool. And it doesn't necessarily have to be you, okay? It can be a neighbor it could be a kid or a spouse that will be at your house but making sure that you require a signature is is a good way to help avoid a porch pirate because they're not going to leave the package there if you're not there or if someone is not there to bring it inside yeah and nowadays the technology of having a doorbell that you just stick Mm -hmm. by your door that is a video camera Mm -hmm. and many times has a microphone and a speaker, but many times when someone comes on your porch, it doesn't reach all the way out into the road. It's, you know, mainly just on your porch. When someone comes on your porch, you get an alert on your phone. It's Mm -hmm. like, Hey, someone's on your porch. So either, you know, you need to rush home and do that, or hopefully you have a neighbor you trust and say, Hey, would you mind going to get that package? Most neighbors don't don't mind one bit, Mm -mm. you know, get Mm -mm. them to go get it, get it off the porch, get it in their house. Problem solved. There you go. Or another tip, um, is to have your package delivered to like their warehouse or a home store Mm -hmm. so that they can ship your items to directly to that store. Once again, preventing the package from even being left on your porch for those pirates. Yeah. Um, I was just reading that Amazon uses hub counter and self-service hub lockers like at Mm. grocers, convenience stores, different places like that. They will tell you where these are and they can deliver it there. You can then drive by on your way home from work and pick it up. And the, and it's free because those people enjoy you coming by their business, you know? So, um, but yeah, you, you can request that rather than just leaving it, on your porch. Mm-hmm. Another free um, way to help prevent porch pirates is to have the postal service or the delivery service hold your package. That's no cost if you're going to be out of town or you know you're not going to be home when that delivery is made. Ask them to hold on to it for you so that when it's convenient for you, you can go by Give them your ID, and they'll give you your package. Yeah, super cool. Um, one just practical way is put something on your porch that blocks the view. There's 
space behind it and typically when you buy things in your checkout it'll say special instructions Mm -hmm. and so just put in there put behind you know the chair or bench or Mm -hmm. whatever so out of sight out of mind so if someone driving by doesn't see your package they're not going to go steal it so just yeah build something put something there so that they can just drop it behind there Mm -hmm. and um that'll protect it there you go Another good tip to avoid a porch pirate from taking your package is um, to consider a door camera for security. So just like Todd said a couple minutes ago, um, technology makes it very user-friendly and relatively easy and affordable to have um, porch cameras right there at your front door so you know when the package got there and you can see a lot of times, mm-hmm. and you can even talk to them. Yeah. Hey, I'm not there. Don't forget, I've got this box by the front, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and stick it in there. Yeah, very good. Um, and I would even say if there's a problem in your neighborhood with things disappearing and you see the, the guy drop something at your neighbor's house, go grab it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You might ring their doorbell, see if they're uh-huh. home, say, hey, I was just going to let you know. But if they're, they're not home, grab it mm-hmm. and then just, go check with them later on that day. They're like, dang it. Yeah. I got to notice this was delivered, but I don't mm-hmm. see it. It's like, Hey, I got it for you. And mm-hmm. you, you know, it's a way to increase neighborhood friends. That's right. And one tip that's not on this article, but I know in a lot of uh, senior apartment complexes or different communities, there is a property owners association or homeowners mm-hmm. association and pay attention to the emails or the calls that you get from that organization because if you've been a victim of a porch pirate, you need to let them know so they can be on the lookout, but also pay attention to those messages so that if someone else has fallen victim to it, you can kind of be prepared and make sure, mm-hmm. you know, you've got those neighbors in place if you can't be there and you're expecting a delivery. Yeah. And I think one final point, maybe we'll search through here, see, see something else, but you can do a prepaid visa debit card. And if it's prepaid, you can only burn so much money off Mm -hmm. of it. And so, you know, for the holidays, if you go and put $200 down on a card, that, that means you can go buy $200 worth of stuff. And if someone steals that card and they try to buy $500 stuff, well, it's not going to work. And so you do limit your, your exposure there. And that's really good, particularly for kids and things. But, you know, please understand your credit card um, does protect you. Mm-hmm. We need to have Robin on my, on the podcast mm-hmm. sometime. We mentioned that last time. My cousin is a VP with, I think, Chase. And she, she knows credit cards inside and out. And I think she would be a great guest to help us figure out what to do with credit cards, what to do. Our Next episode, really, do we do this? But our next episode for all of you, particularly you old men out there, <laughs> I want you to join us next time because we're going to talk about things you should not carry in your wallet. Yes. Okay, so yes. that kind of goes along with this, but we um, knew that it would be a really long podcast if we did both of those. So mm-hmm. we just wanted to get some ideas out there to you since it is the holidays. Hopefully y'all are listening, but before the holidays, but even after the holidays, this is still great information because both of us, we've, we've gotten scammed before. Mm-hmm. Um, not at the holidays. This occurs all the time, but particularly it's particularly bad right now yeah. during the holidays. 
Yeah. Well, okay. That wraps up today's show. We hope you've learned a lot and um, help your neighbors a little bit more avoid being a victim of a porch pirate. And as always, we very, very sincerely appreciate you listening, sharing, and um, telling people about our podcast. We're starting to gain a little more momentum with the downloads and we do this because we love our seniors and want to help as much as possible so thank you for listening and sharing and be sure to catch our fresh new episode next week all right thank you very much bye thank you for listening to the answers on aging podcast with todd and sarah be sure to hit subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy to find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about this episode, visit AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips. To see Todd and Sarah live, check out our Facebook page, Answers on Aging, to catch a live feed of their radio show every Wednesday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions. So please, let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family. 